0: Welcome back into the Motivated Mompreneur podcast. I am joined today by Bree Johnson. She is with MJSB Employment Justice, and so excited to dive into the conversation today because it's one that we don't have enough regarding legal protections and workplaces and all of these things that we really need to educate ourselves on as women. So without further ado, Bree, welcome into the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. I'm excited for this conversation. So before we dive in, tell us more about yourself and your business.
1: Yes. So I am a mom. That comes first. So I have two boys, ages nine and almost seven. Um, I'm a managing partner and founder of our law firm, MJSB Employment Justice. And what we do is we represent employees who are harmed in the workplace. And so that looks like... um, you know, discrimination, sexual harassment, um, anyone who's experienced unlawful retaliation or termination. Those are the types of employees that we work with. We really handle cases in all different types of uh, industries and roles. Um, and so we'll get into that a little bit more, but that's one hat I wear. Um, I also, kind of on the other side of the coin, work with executives, uh, a lot of women um, who are those change agents in organizations who need help. And so I provide consulting. I support strategic plan implementation um, and work with a lot of really fun movers and shakers doing some creative and forward thinking things to improve both their culture and their workplace. And that's a source of joy for me. Um, As I mentioned, I'm a mom, I'm a wife. Um, Also, kind of uh, a new hat this year was my mom had a um, very sudden onset of a health crisis. So, I was also a caregiver. Um, And I think that's important to talk about too because. It certainly was something that caught me off guard and was kind of new, um, and it intersected with all of the work and career responsibilities that I had, as well as my mom' responsibilities. Um, so it was just something new that uh, happened last fall, and I'm, you know, glad to say today she's more stable. But it it was something that we had to work
0: through and had to balance all the things. Yeah, I mean, it is a juggle for sure. Any one of those things, and then you combine them all together. It can be all out chaos.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think I I heard your, you know, embrace the chaos. And if that's not a statement of my 2022, I don't know what is.
0: That's right on. Exactly. Exactly. And it's just learning to embrace it. So how did you end up in this line of work? If you don't mind me asking, how did your journey go? Mm -hmm. It has been a journey. Yeah, it's Uh, So I
1: spent I graduated from law school a little bit early thinking that that would get me ahead of the job market. It was 2009, however. And so what that looked like was just not a lot of traditional practicing roles. And so I landed at a company locally called Thomson Reuters in a contract writing role, Um, just needed a job and um, worked my way there. Um, When I left was managing a team of employees. But what I got from that experience was how much I enjoyed kind of the operations and the business side. And so then for the first 10 years of my career, focused on operations, uh, was leading large teams and kind of running the strategy, pricing, um, legal project management within law firms, Um, and did that until 2020 when I had kind of a big life pivot, I'll call it, um, and really wanted to go out on my own, but also do work that was more mission-minded. And for me, that was supporting employees and representing employees um, who've been harmed in the workplace. And so did that in 2020. And then in 2021, we launched MJSB Employment Justice. There's four of us equal partners. We're growing. Um, we've added employees. We added another attorney. Um, and it's incredibly rewarding work to be able to help people um, and one of the aspects that I love about this work is kind of the counseling and just guidance that I'm able to offer, um because I think the understanding of what are my rights as an employee in the workplace, you know, and then there's so many layers to that. What are my rights as a mom, as a new mom in the workplace? What are my rights as a nursing mother in the workplace? You know, we, there's so many different layers to this, um, and every day brings new variety um, in my employment practice. I, I talk to, um, all sorts of people who have legal issues and they want to know, do I have a case? And that's, it's really fun uh, work. It can be, you know, um, overwhelming maybe isn't the right word, um, but there's a lot of need for the work that I do, which is sort of an unfortunate you know, thing to hold to see how many people really are harmed in the workplace and how many employers um, maybe are not doing the right thing. Um, and so a piece of what I do is holding them accountable for that.
0: Oh my gosh, such a great mission, and it's so needed in the world we're living in. So let's dive into more of that with talking about workplace rights for moms and women. What do you see are some of the common protections that we don't even know exist because it's kind of kept hush-hush? It is. It's almost like the
1: insider secrets, right? And the one thing I want to start with, which is kind of a catchy headline, um, is that human resources is not your best friend. Um, and the reason I say that is to to speak to what you said, you know, we, there's not like there's a bulletin that outlines all of these rights. And so it's sort of an unstated, you have to kind of know what rights exist to be able to, you know, hold a, an employer accountable or make that report if um, the employee is still working there, that, hey, this isn't right, this isn't above board. Um, so there's a few kind of key protections that exist. And a lot of these laws um, thankfully, I would say in the past five years, 10 years, or even expanded, even this year, like in Minnesota, where I practice, um, parental leave is something that's being you know hotly discussed. It looks like we'll get some form of paid parental leave here in Minnesota, and I think there's about 12 other states that have those protections as well. Um, And so that's a really important component. But at the federal level, what we have is kind of a patchwork of laws that protect parents in the workplace, Um, one of which is really important um, and is the Family Medical Leave Act. Um, And so a woman who is pregnant is likely, um, if they have been enrolled for one year, um, and it's a company of a certain size, they would be taking advantage of the Family Medical Leave Act when they give birth. And that's Job protection, it doesn't mean that there is that paid component, which is something we sorely need, Um, but it's the job protection, which means that when I return from my 12-week leave, um, my job will be protected and I will be able to come into a comparable role. If for some reason that company goes under, you know, there's some sort of discussions underneath that law, but, you know, we'll just kind of call that the job protection that exists, um, why that's so important though, the FMLA is because I think the way in which it's not as commonly used, um, by parents and moms. And so that looks like use it for sort of giving birth. Um, but if let's say two years down the road, something really, um, from a health perspective, the child, you know, has a health issue that comes up, or it can also be caring for, cause it's caring for immediate family. So it can also be spouse. It can also be parents. Um, But if something arises and I, as the employee, need to take leave to be able to give care, um, there's another option under FMLA, which is intermittent leave. Um, And this is really important because those appointments, they add up. Um, And so even if it's you're not sure, maybe at the outset, and so I'll kind of use my example. um, But if I had been in a more traditional setting when my mom's health issue arose last fall, I would have submitted paperwork to HR and asked for intermittent FMLA to protect my job uh, while I'm taking my mom to upwards of four or five appointments every week. Um, And just to have that kind of protection um, by making the request and getting approved for that FMLA, usually it's some document um, that a medical provider needs to fill out and sign. Uh, But it's just that added protection that you can't have, even if, you know, cause often, um, not often I would say, but sometimes we get calls from people who take FMLA leave or intermittent leave to care for a child. And they have a supervisor who's not very understanding of that. Um, but by at least asking for it, as opposed to sort of the other option, which is just to, you know, request PTO or leave, you're not getting that job protection in the same way. And so, you know, that exists at the FMLA exists in a lot of situations. I um, mean, it is
0: really important protection for women in the workplace. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. What about when it comes to moms that are nursing? How mm-hmm. what are our protections there? Yeah, it's
1: really cool. And this is very new. So even in Minnesota, the law went into effect in 2022. Um, but I'll kind of loosely refer to it as like nursing mom law. Um, and there is also this kind of side Um, area of law cropping up, lactation litigation, it's been coined. um, But it's protection for moms who need to take breaks to express milk in the workplace. Um, And I think it's incredibly important. I think uh, my guidance would be to an employee who wants to know what protections exist in their state is to kind of Google it, just see what laws exist. Um, But I think it's incredibly important because it's a it's an area where, at least from my experience, I was in the corporate world when I gave birth to both my children. It was so hard to break away and find that time. Um, and you know, I think it really runs the gamut in terms of our experiences to be able to pump quickly. That wasn't my case. Um, it took me upwards of 45 minutes to kind of get the job done in the way I needed. And I actually had to relax and (laughs) like not, you know, not kind of be keyed in. Um, And so these laws that are cropping up um, that protect a woman's right to nurse and to express in the workplace. um, The other piece of it, at least in Minnesota, is it provides um, that employers of a certain size have to provide a space for that to be done safely and kind of discreetly, which I just think is wonderful. Um, You know, again, my boys are nine and six. Um, The spaces where I pumped, you know, the bathroom floors, the, you know, where do you find an outlet in an airport? I remember... I was traveling, I think, through Chicago and had to go find their nursing mother's room. And there was like, like a security guard banging on the door. You know, it's just like, I feel like we all have those stories as, yes. as we're juggling. And it's um, really refreshing to see sort of the commitment that we put in, um, if that's our choice,
0: um, yeah. and the protections that then exist if we choose to to nurse and to pump. Absolutely. Incredible. And it's so needed. It is so needed. So it's just a breath of fresh air to see that that's finally, finally starting to happen. Now, how have you navigated the world of being a working mom, (laughs) of running a business while raising children and all of the things? And then this past fall, a caregiver as well.
1: Yeah, I mean... It's been what feels like sort of ruthless compartmentalization to a degree, but I have and I'll talk a little bit about some of like my self care practices that have developed because I think, while I know that that is a mindfulness buzz phrase, it is so incredibly important and it was never more important than when I was really at the peak of all of these different inputs this fall. And I think it's been an evolution for me because I have found better balance. So as uh, the managing partner and founder of this law firm and with my pivot that I went through four years, three years ago now, um, it looked a lot different because that's something that I sought to do is find better balance. Um, You know, and in my current role, I travel less and that was really important to me. Um, but it has been this learning journey of what does this look like? And there are seasons. I think I'm going to kind of blow out like the doing it all mentality that exists. I just, I don't, I haven't found for myself that I can really embrace the, I'm going to do everything great. What I have found from a mindset perspective is more, I will in this season focus on career or in this season, like my number one focus. And I almost have found that it's easier for me to have kind of one thing that I'm emphasizing or focusing, focusing on at any given time, because when I try to be the superhero in all respects, I kind of find like I'm a spinning, you know, it just, it, it's not sustainable um, and it's really not um, in alignment with whatever I need in that given season. So that's been really helpful. Um, yeah. And then, you know, some of the self-care things I, um hot yoga has been, uh, something I've really embraced. Just like that time to shut off. Um, I also ruthlessly, this is like a mom hack, um, that I'm telling everybody. I know there's a setting on your phone where you can, it's like the focus status and you can flip it and like customize what texts or calls come through at a given time. So right now I'm kind of experimenting with that. And, um, at four o'clock every day, when I, regardless of where I am, it's not location-based, but my phone flips. And then that way, like all the messages and the notifications don't pop through. And that's been really helpful just to create that space. So I can be more present in the evening hours
0: right it is hard to be present because when you're running a business when you're navigating mom life i mean all of those things but you're right it's not sustainable in the long term to be just constantly go 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 go, go. you can't do it all and there's nothing wrong with that like we need to set those boundaries into place and yeah that's a great place to start you know, a lot of people don't even realize those settings exist and, you know, even for social media, you know, limit yourself. If you find yourself scrolling, turn on those settings and set okay, I'm only going to allow myself one hour a day. And guess what? When you've burned through that hour, you don't have it anymore. It's okay. You will survive. I promise. <laughs>
1: I know, right? It's a, those little habits, right? And so I yeah. like as it feels like as I pick off one habit that I don't, I feel like is not really serving me in the best way. And one thing that is, you know, social media scrolling, yeah. it's like that decompress. So I pick off one thing and I use screen time and I, you know, attack that, reduce my time on to a half hour, then something else will crop up, right? But yeah. it's, it's a little whack-a-mole, but it's really important to, I don't know, I, I spend time journaling and thinking about, you know, what are the activities kind of thinking about that future self, like, what is the self that I want to be? What are the ways that I want to show up as a mom, as a wife, as a leader of a law firm, as an attorney, and just reflect on, you know, what do I need to then say no to or say goodbye to that I'm currently doing? And I, yeah, just kind of,
0: spending time to think about that is important that's that me time right yeah exactly and embracing that and just knowing what works what are you truly striving for you know if we're just hustle 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 what what is the end goal of all of that because our our kids are only kids for a short period of time and you blink and they're grown up so <sighs> I think this has been such a great conversation. You've shed a lot of light onto topics that we can all relate to. So Bree, thank you so much for taking time out of your crazy schedule to chat with us today. Where can we learn more about you?
1: Yeah, thank you. It's been a wonderful conversation. Uh, you can find me personally on LinkedIn, Bree Johnson. And then our law firm Instagram is the best place to find us, although we're on LinkedIn as well. It's MJSB, Employment Justice.
0: Perfect. Until next time, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You've got this. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode.